Discerning Hearts presents In Search of the Still Point with Dr. Regis Martin. In episode 14, Dr. Martin reflects on St. John Henry Cardinal Newman, Pray for Us. Near the end of a very long and productive life, a life replete with honor and distinction, a life which pretty nearly encompassed the entire 19th century, John Henry Cardinal Newman was asked about something he wrote. Now, Newman had written a great many things, all of them of a very high order, both as literature and theology. Indeed, by all accounts, he was among the great and distinguished writers of English prose and poetry, besides being a celebrated convert and a formative influence in the life of the Church. He was no slouch, in other words, and whatever he wrote was instantly snapped up by everyone. Well, almost everyone. It seems this one fellow was simply too busy to keep up, and so confessing to the cardinal that he hadn't the time to read his essay on the development of doctrine, asked him if he would be good enough to provide a quick summary. One or two bullet points, as it were. To which Newman replied, Catholicism is a deep matter. You cannot take it up in a teacup. Now that's neatly put, very clever. It reminds me of an episode of 60 Minutes some years ago, in which a famous writer was about to retire, and the host, having spent the entire show recounting his many achievements, turns to him in the last half minute to ask if he would please summarize his life in the final 30 seconds of the show. He refused. Well, God bless him for that. And Newman, too. I mean, if you can't do justice to a life in 30 seconds, how much time would it require for a religion? How many words do you need to sum up the faith and the hope and the love of Catholic Christianity? I cherish in this connection Dr. Johnson's distinction, set down in the preface to his famous dictionary, between words, which he calls the daughters of earth, and things, which are the sons of heaven. And if you'll permit Johnson's point, despite the trace of misogyny, I mean, why must sons always be superior to daughters? What he's saying is that words will always fall short of the realities to which they point. You cannot fit the infinite God into a finite teacup. Or, as Pope St. Gregory the Great puts it, almost everything said of God is unworthy for the very reason that it is capable of being said. Only God can exhaust the meaning of God which he does in his self-revealing word. So at the end of the day, an adoring silence before the mystery is always preferable to an avalanche of words. Newman, I think, would have approved. In his sermon, Unreal Words, he tells us that it is no easy matter for men to master the language Christ came into the world to speak. He has says Newman, interpreted all things for us in a new way.
He has brought us a religion which sheds a new light on all that happens. Try to learn this language, he urges. Time is short, eternity is long. And for all the words Newman wrote, he was determined, I think, on one great big thing, about which no end of words would ever be enough. Well, two things, actually, which struck him early on with the force of a thunderbolt. When I was fifteen, he tells us, in the Apologia Pro Vita Sua, which was written in answer to a libelous attack upon his character, a great change of thought took place in me. I fell under the influences of a definite creed and received into my intellect impressions of dogma, which, through God's mercy, have never been effaced or obscured, making me rest in the thought of two and two only absolute and luminously self-evident beings, myself and my Creator. What a beautiful summary that is, identifying the twin engines turning the flywheel of his life. To be acutely aware of the self, yes, but always in relation to the other, to God, on whom everything finally depends. I am a Catholic, he assures us, by virtue of my believing in a God. And if I am asked why I believe in a God, I answer that it is because I believe in myself, for I feel it impossible to believe in my own existence, and of that fact I am quite sure, without believing also in the existence of him. All the words Newman wrote and spoke, which comprehensively combined to produce this wonderful mosaic of language, all of that reduces in the end to this single cumulative footnote, giving us incomparable testimony to the sheer intensity of a life offered entirely to God. And the result? Canonization, the highest possible accolade conferred by the Church, she who is both mother and teacher, whom he loved and served so well. St. John Henry Cardinal Newman, pray for us. And thanks for listening. This is Regis Martin in search of the still point. You've been listening to Dr. Regis Martin in search of the still point. For more episodes in this series, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in our free Discerning Hearts app or on many other streaming platforms. Discerning Hearts is a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. To learn how you can support our mission, visit discerninghearts.com.